program had the height of an understanding be enlightened. After the after the um, the Bible study, I was still thinking like the heights of my understanding being enlightened. The or I was just thinking like even the word I got it in another meaning like I was just like ah, shame of my understanding show me heights in me. But it's the, even now I'm still wondering.
what it tells us that the book of Mark chapter 16. Let's take a look at Mark chapter 16. And as our sister was praying, she was talking about our eyes seeing, and the eyes of our understanding being enlightened, the eyes of our understanding being enlightened. But if you look at the story of Mark chapter 16, and if I just read verse 2 to 6, verse 2 said, Very early in the morning, on the first day of the week, they came to the tomb when the sun had risen. Verse 3, and they said among themselves, Who will roll away the stone from the door of the tomb for us? Here was a problem. They were going towards the tomb with a problem and with a mindset. And their mindset was that the tomb was still closed, that it was not open. So if you go to verse 4, it says, But when they looked up, when they looked up, they saw that the stone had been rolled away, for it was very large. They went there with a problem. But by the time they got there, they actually saw. So at that point, I believe their eyes were open. They saw that they saw something, that they saw that it was a big problem. And they saw that the solution was already granted. And verse 5, and entering the tomb, they saw a young man clothed in a long white robe, sitting on the right side. They were alarmed. Verse 6, but he said to them, do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth. Who was crucified? He is risen. He is not here. See the place where they live. So these people, God was able to use their eyes, take their eyes to the next level. You know, there was this posture that they brought before the presence of this tomb. And the posture was that the Bible said that when they came there, Supposing that the stone was still at the tomb, he said they looked up. And one of the postures that God will be using, that our eyes might be open as we go on this journey, is that he will cause us to look up. He said they looked up. And when they looked up, they saw. So this, this evening, do you want to say to the Lord, Lord, I look up to you? For the restoration of our sight. But I look up to you tonight that you might grant me the grace to see deeply. I want to see deeply. I want to see deeply. I want to see deeply. Give me the grace to see you just the way you are. Give me the posture that will grant me access to see.
faithful and to seek your face in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Holy Father. Thank you, Lord. Oh, in Jesus' name we are praying. Amen. Shall we call from Amen? Amen. Let us need to be seated briefly. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. Tonight we are going to spend time to pray, to seek the face of the Lord, and uh, to hear from the Lord. And so shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. For some time now, the Lord has been talking to us about this issue of open our eyes, hallelujah, and on Tuesday, we saw what it means for God to touch a man. We saw some certain conditions. We come to understand the different levels of sin and it is those levels of sin that uh, I want us to pray about today. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I perceive that God is taking us into another dimension and I'm trusting the Lord that you will be part of what God is doing. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I used to think that uh, God just gave information. But I come to realize now that every information that God gives, there is an intention in his heart to do something great. It is my earnest prayer for you tonight that in the name of Jesus you will be a partaker of the great things that God is about to do. Amen. In Jesus' name. You are going to enter into another dimension with God as you move in the journey with the Lord this year in the name of Jesus Christ. And that is the prayers that I want us to pray today. We want to seek the face of the Lord. We want to tarry before God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. We want to tarry before the Lord. We want to seek His face. And I want you to be prepared to pray tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. To really, really pray. Because if there's anything that I believe God wants to touch in our lives, is to open our eyes. Amen. And your eyes will be opened. Amen. I, I didn't hear you. Amen. Amen. Your eyes will be opened. Amen. We didn't just want to hear the word alone. We want to put the word into prayers. Amen. So that it can become a reality in our spirit man. We want to, you see, it is what you believe that you pray about. Do you agree with me? Yes, sir. So we want to begin to pray. At the end of these prayers, at the end of this time and season, my earnest expectation is that all of you here, you will be 
prophets. Amen. You know what I'm talking about? You will be, well, let me not say you will be perfect, you will be a seer. Nothing about your life will be hidden from you. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. If a man is going to walk with God, this is what God is going to achieve in his life. He's going to open his eyes. Hallelujah. So tonight we will pray. And to start the prayers, I want us to open our Bible to the book of Matthew. The book of Matthew. Chapter 13. Matthew chapter 13. Let me start to read from verse 10. He said, And the disciple came and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? He answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mystery of the kingdom of heaven. But to them it is not given. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. May you understand the mystery of the kingdom of heaven. Amen. May you get to know what God has prepared for you in the kingdom of heaven. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. One of the things I saw here was that between the ears of what Jesus is saying, there is a dichotomy, there is a division. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There are people that Jesus was talking to. They were hearing what Jesus was saying, but he wasn't talking to them. Did you, did you see that here? Yes. There is a, the first class is that Jesus gave a parable, and after giving the parable, the disciple came to him and asked him, Master, why were you talking to them in the parable? And then he went to create the division. He said, I spoke in parable because it is not everybody that hears, that actually hears. Mm-hmm. Are you following me? It is not everybody that a message comes to that makes the best out of that message. Reverend, are you following me? Yes, sir. It's not everybody. Now, hear this. It is not everybody that the revelation comes to that actually catch the revelation. So Jesus was saying that I had to talk to them in parable because they were hearing me speak, but they don't understand what I was saying. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hear what the Bible says. Verse 12, he said, For whosoever has, to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever has not, from him shall be taken away, even that, even that he has. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. May that not be your portion. Amen. You know what Jesus is saying here? He said, Those that have, more will be given to them. And that is, Jesus is only talking about the principle of the kingdom. In the kingdom of God, it is those that have, that have more. 
Are you with me? And those that are not privileged to get the understanding of what Jesus is saying, even what they have will be taken from them. Are you following me? Yes, sir. So it is dangerous to be in the second class where people hear what, they, what Jesus is saying, but it never got clear to them. It's dangerous to be in that class. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let me continue. Wherefore speak I to them in parables? Because they see, see not. Can you see that? Yes, sir. Everybody say they. They. Seen. Seen. See not. See not. I'm tempted to say this is another level of sin, isn't it? Those that sin, for you see not. Amen. Actually, it's the first level. That is, seeing nothing. But that does not mean that their two eyes were closed. May you not be in this class. Amen. And that's why, as a Christian, you have to pray. You have to pray tonight that you won't be a party to the first class that we dealt with on Tuesday. Those that see, be see not. That's the first class. Or that's the first level. You will not be spiritually blinded. Amen. A Christian journey does not make many when you don't have an open eyes. Are you following me? So Jesus was saying here, he was saying, because being seen, sinners. And the first prayer point we're going to deal with tonight is that in the name of Jesus, this will not be my testimony as a Christian. Oh, now, do you know that the multitude that Jesus spoke this parable to, they were all looking for him. Mm. But what Jesus was seeing of them is different from the way they are seeing themselves. They were looking for Jesus because they needed miracle. But Jesus was looking at them as people that doesn't have understanding. Hallelujah. Jesus saw them as people that do not have a clear understanding of what exactly he is sharing with them. Praise the name of the Lord. They were not given the mystery of the kingdom. Here is church. There are Christians and there are Christians. May you not be a Christian that just posts along with others, not having the depth of what God is saying to you. Bible says, seeing they didn't see. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So the first prayer point tonight is God, I will see it. Can you shout it at the top of your voice? God, I will see. I will see in the name of Jesus. I will not be a blind Christian. A lot of people of God, they are blinded Christians. 
Get up, learn the Christians. Please, the echo is too much. Can you return it to what where it used to be? Hallelujah. Amen. There are blinded Christians. May you not be part of the blinded Christians. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And that is the first prayer point of approachment. God, I will not be blind. Amen. I will not be part of those that are seeing but they did not see. There is a class like that. You will not be part of that class. Amen. Can you rise up with your feet and let us pray this prayer? I want you to speak to the Lord tonight. You will say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I will not be part. I will not be part. I want you to repeat it after me. I say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I will not be part. I will not be part of those. Of those. That see, that see, but do not see, but do not see. In the name of Jesus Christ, begin to pray about it. Begin to speak to the Lord. Begin to speak to the Lord. I will not be impacted. I will not be part of those that see, but they do not see. Lord, I will not be a part of those that see but do not see. Seeing, but that God is seeing, they are not seeing. 
So it is possible for somebody to have an impression that he is actually seeing, when in actual fact, he is not seeing anything. In the name of Jesus, you will not be deluded. Amen. Oh, I didn't hear you. Amen. Amen. You will not fall under the pretense that you are seeing when in actual fact the heavens are saying that you are seeing what? Nothing. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Amen. I pray for you today and as you do not pray and lift up your voice and say, God. I will not find myself in this delusion yeah. to think I am seeing when in actual fact I have not seen anything. God, I will actually see, not by my standard, but by your standard. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Can you lift your voice and talk to the Oh, my God. 
If you move the spirit that is prevailing in the United Kingdom now, is the spirit of homosexuality. Yes. I said that is the spirit that caught up with them. May long spirits not catch up with them. Yes. May you not begin to see the wrong thing. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. You're going to pray one prayer now before I move to the next level of sin. May your eyes not be wrongly opened. Amen. Let me tell you the meaning of that, of that prayers. Go to the book of Genesis chapter 3. You see, sometimes when we talk like this, people will say, oh, these people are old school. But you don't understand that when it comes to joining with the Lord, God will need to touch your eyes. And what I'm sharing with you tonight, and we are praying about, is for our eyes to be truly opened. Because there is also false opening of eyes. Your eyes can be opened, but it may be open to the wrong thing. Genesis chapter 3. Where God was talking to Adam, what did he say there? Genesis chapter 3. And they had the sound of the Lord God uh, uh -huh. walking in the garden Good. in the cool of the day. Yeah. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God mm -hmm. among the trees of the garden. Yeah. Then the Lord God called to Adam mm -hmm. and said to him, mm -hmm. Where are you? Where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden mm -hmm. and I was afraid because I was naked yeah. and I hid myself. I hid myself. And, he said, and he said, who told you that you were naked? Who told you? Mm -hmm. Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you that you should not eat? Yeah. Then the man said, the woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me of the tree and I ate. Thank you. Now I want you to go up a little bit and hear what the devil told them. And the woman now, the serpent was more cunning yeah. than any beast of the field yes. which the Lord God had made. Mm. And he said to the woman, As God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the tree of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat it, mm. nor shall you touch it, mm. lest you die. Mm -hmm. Then the serpent said to the woman, mm. You will not surely die. One. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened. Now, 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 wait. That is a wrong opening of eyes. Yes, sir. Do you agree with me? Yes, sir. Their eyes became open, but they became open to the wrong thing. That will not be your portion. Amen. You know, there are times that somebody will say, Hey, would you meet in Lanese? But it got open to the wrong thing. And this is one of the things that Christians must be very careful with in this end time. A lot of people have proper revelation where there is none. And they will say, It is God that told me to do it. Praise the name of the Lord. We attended a conference last other weekend, and a minister was telling us 
that there is now what is called the Third Testament. Can you imagine that? And a renowned minister was peddling that under the guise of revelation. May your eyes not be unnecessary. May you not have an open eyes that will lead to destruction. Amen. Some of those young men that found themselves, all because I, I was telling my wife, I said, listen, some of these young men that goes out of the country and they, they, they now become something else, some of them will start plating their hair, some of them will start looking, and they say, and when they talk to them, they say, ah, you are still here. I know better now. I have forgotten. I said, they don't know anything. They are really stupid. I said, because they thought going out of the country, they thought it is going to heaven. Yeah. They thought the ultimate in life is to say that you are in America. And, and, and I said, for goodness sake, most of you people that were talking about you travel to UK, you know when, when I went to UK, I went to UK almost 10 years ago, where UK is even better, not the way it is now. So if some of us have not even been there, and we have not even lived there, all right? My wife even studied there. Praise the Lord. So if we have not been there, you will be bubbling us. Is that not? You will be telling us, ah, sir, hey, Rita. Yeah, I just, I just look at it. I say, so, so if now you have the privilege of traveling to some of the countries that some of us have traveled to, what will you become? You will become a man person. Is that what you become? So because you found yourself in a new environment, this behavior began. And you don't ask yourself that, come, what is it that is telling me to do this thing? That's the question you should ask. Because an evil spirit is beginning to open your eyes to see that what is wrong is no longer wrong. That is another scene. That will not be your portion. Amen. This end time, you will live above such influence. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Because you see, let me tell you this. If you are seeing the wrong thing, as far as God is concerned, you will not see, you will not get to the right destination. Yes, sir. That is the honest truth. A man that sees the wrong thing cannot arrive at the right destination. A lot of them, at the end of it all, at the true light of their life, they will begin to regret and say, you know what? We will not go to so many daily. May that not be your portion in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. That's why you're going to rise up now and you're going to pray. And say, God, my eyes will not be opened wrongly. The, when the devil down here is, the way God can open somebody's eyes is the way the devil can open their eyes. Here we find a guy whose eyes was opened by the devil. Now, when they ate the fruit, did they die or they didn't die? They died. Is that right? Was their eyes opened? But open to what? The same eyes that they want to be opened, God opened, but it cost them even. They left, they had to leave 
the place of solitude, the place of comfort that God gave them. Their eyes began, began to, their eyes got opened, but they began to eat from the sweat of their eyes. May your eyes not be opened into a thing that will increase your toiling. Amen. <clears throat> Are you following me? Yes, sir. So you're going to pray again tonight and say, God, the opening of eyes by you is what I desire. Let now my eyes be opened to wrong things. Can you begin to pray? Can you begin to pray? Can you begin to pray? Can you begin to speak to the Lord?
that my eyes are blessed. My hope for God will be the best of my life. Jesus says, My hands are blessed. Therefore, my eyes are blessed. My hope Exodus chapter 7. I mean, Exodus chapter 7. Hallelujah. Amen. You will see the right thing. Amen. Let me paraphrase the story before we pray. Before I, we talk about it and we pray. This was when God called Moses, isn't it? To take him to the people of, um, to take the people of Israel out of uh, the land of bondage, out of Egypt, to the promised land. Is that right? Yes, 
Now, I'm going to use a piece so that we can understand what the implication of singing wrongly. Okay? And then we can pray, we can use it to pray that in the name of Jesus you will not see wrongly. You know, God met Moses and told him that he's taking them to the promised land. Is that right? Yes, sir. That he has come to see, he has seen the afflictions of Israel and God organized that uh, the people should leave Egypt. Now, but something happened. When Moses confronted the king of Egypt, the Pharaoh, Pharaoh increased the burden of the people. Is that right? Yes, sir. And he made them to begin to grow. You see that in chapter 5, chapter 6 of Exodus. And uh, Pharaoh oppressed the people the more. Now, the oppression continued until chapter 7. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let me read verse 28 of chapter 6 so that we can get an understanding. And it came to pass in the day, and it came to pass on the day when the Lord spake unto Moses in the land of Egypt, that the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, I am the Lord. Speak thou unto Pharaoh, king of Egypt, all that I say unto thee. And Moses said before the Lord, Behold, I am an uncircumcised lips. I am of uncircumcised lips. And how shall Pharaoh attain unto me? Now hear the reply of God. And we're going to pray this prayer. And the Lord said unto Moses, Everybody, let's read that verse 1 of chapter 7. So the Lord said to Moses, See, everybody says, See, I have made thee a God to fear, and Aaron, thy brother, Shall be thy prophet. Shall be thy prophet. Hallelujah. Amen. When a man is seen one day, intimidation is inevitable. You will not be intimidated. Amen. When a man is seen wrongly, he will be seeing what others are seeing. Alright? He will be seeing more of the popular opinion rather than seeing what God wants him to see. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, can you see what happened here? What is the disposition of Moses to the problem? Moses was seeing the problem the way Israel was seeing it. And let me tell you this. Let me just add this to it. Breakthroughs only comes when you see well. Are you following me? Yes, 
You won't change your condition until you see what God wants you to see. Amen. 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 All the while that Moses was discussing with God, he was discussing on a personal issue with God. Isn't it? Yes, sir. He was discussing at a personal level with God. Correct? Yes, sir. God was talking and he was also talking to the, to the Lord. Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And in that chapter 6, I found out that Moses thought that it was by the eloquence of his speech that we convince, convince Pharaoh. He already saw Pharaoh as somebody that cannot be spoken to unless you have some level of skill of speaking. Am I talking to you? Yes, sir. And then, in chapter 7, verse 1, God needed to correct the sin of Moses. May the Lord correct your sin. Amen. You see, truly, when God wants to help a man, he will make him to see well. God now called Moses and said, Moses, you said you are a man of an unclean, uncircumcised lips. And that's why you think that you cannot talk to Pharaoh. He said, go back to him. But have a correct sin. See that I have made you what? A God. I have made you what? A God. A God. Over who? Over, Over fear. And because you are a God, I have also shown or I have also put some people. I have put Aaron to be who? Your prophet. Because it takes a God to have a prophet. Yes, Today you will pray. That in the name of my Lord Jesus, I will not see wrongly. I will not see wrongly. I will not have a wrong evaluation of matters. Bro, when you see rightly, you will know where this matter is going to end. God touched the eyes of Moses and said, Moses, see well. See. Oh, I pray that God will give you understanding. Amen. May it be the capacity of God that you will see. Amen. Not the intimidation of your difficulties. Amen. The devil in Pharaoh was intimidating the people. But Moses saw beyond that. I pray for you tonight that in the name of Jesus, you will see beyond. Amen. <clears throat> you will see what God has made you. Amen. May you not see wrongly. Amen. Moses was seeing wrongly until God showed up. Are you with me? Yes, sir. May you not see wrongly 
That's the first point. That God, I will not see God. Then you will add the positive one and say, God, I will have a proper evaluation of what is actually happening. Because here, it was the boom, it was the it was the intimidation of Pharaoh that Moses and Israel were seeing. They didn't see the capacity of the God that said, I will deliver you. You will see right now. Amen. Amen. Let me ask you this question. Did Moses know God at this point or he didn't know? Talk to me. He knew God. Did he know God or he didn't know? He knew God. Has he seen very poor? He hasn't seen. Yes, sir. Let me tell you this. It is possible for a Christian to see wrong. Mm. It is possible for somebody that has met Christ to also see wrong. Mm. You won't see wrong. Amen. You will pray tonight and say, God, what you want me to see is what I will see. Say it again and again. What you want me to see is what I will see. see. Is not what situation is presenting. In the name of Jesus. The aim of every situation is to change your focus. Can you pray with me? 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 Thank you. 
in the name of our Lord Jesus, you will see right. Amen. You will see rightly where the solution of your problem lies. Amen. That is seeing. You will see well. Amen. To the glory of God, you will see well. Amen. So what did the Bible say here? He said, God opened our eyes. You will not see wrongly, but you will see rightly. Amen. When a man sees rightly, the solution to what is his problem will come. You will rise up on your feet now, and you will pray your prayers, and say, God, Open my eyes to see rightly, to diagnose the problem, and to resolve it. Can you begin to push? Open my eyes to see rightly.
I see men as trees walking. You will not see passion. Amen. Every partial sin will receive the touch of God. Amen. One prayer point you're going to pray tonight very seriously is this. You see, some of us have dreams, isn't it? Yes, sir. We have revelations. Yes, and by the time you wake up, you don't even have understanding of it. That is partial sin. From today, there will be clarity of vision. Amen. You will speak to the Lord and say, God, give my eyes a touch. This man was not blind, isn't it? The man was initially blind, but when Jesus touched him, he began to see. The problem is not that he has not started seeing. The problem is that he is seeing what cashier. In the name of Jesus, you will not see cashier. Amen. You will say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Touch my eyes again. Touch my eyes again. This one has to do with the second touch. Mm. Right? Touch my eyes again. Touch my eyes again. Let there be clarity of dreams. In the name of Jesus. Clarities of vision. In the name of Jesus. Clarities of understanding. In the name of Jesus. Lord, let things be clear to me. Amen. Let me hear clearly. Let me see clearly. Amen. Let there be clarity of sight. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Masata Kaseke Popopolibos, Eke Sota Pala 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 Pasete, Esete Kese de Bobosote, Macapala Boshe Kese de 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 de
Jeremiah actually saw. <clears throat> Let me show you what Jeremiah saw. Go to the book of Numbers. Hmm. Somebody is saying something interesting there. Numbers chapter 17. Are you there? Continue. And Moses brought out all the rods from 
When Jeremiah came up, what God did was to show Jeremiah what the basis upon which his covenant is standing. Are you following me? Yes, sir. And what, how will Jeremiah see it? Jeremiah was first of all see well. Mm. May you see well and may you see deep. Amen. So when Jeremiah saw that bonded tree, what God was saying was that I have accepted the generation of Israel as my children because the rod of Aaron has bonded. That rod of Aaron that bonded was a signal of everlasting acceptance. Are you with me? The three things that constitute the Ark of Covenant is the golden pot that contained the manna. The manna represents divine provision. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you following me? Yes, sir. The second thing was the rock of Aaron that bonded, which represents divine acceptance. The third one, alright, which is the table of covenant, which is the word of God, represents divine direction. Am I talking to you, brother? Yes, sir. So, those are the three things that is the constituent of the Ark of Covenant. So, anywhere the Ark of Covenant is standing, God remembers that He will provide for the people. God remembers that He has accepted the people. And God remembers that there is a divine direction that the people are entitled to. Are you following me? Yes, sir. This was what the book of Hebrew was referring to. That that was in the earthly tabernacle, but now it is in the heavenly tabernacle. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Brethren, am I talking to you? Yes, sir. The point I'm raising is this. When Jeremiah saw, he didn't only saw clearly, he saw comprehensively. Have I, have, I, have I explained that to you? Yes, sir. He saw what? Comprehensively. In fact, go back to that Jeremiah chapter 1, and we see something there. What did you say? In that Jeremiah chapter 1, after verse 11, Pastor of said, Then said the Lord unto me, Thou hast seen well. For I will hasten my word to perform it. Do you understand that? Yes, sir. Then, look at verse 13. And the word of the Lord came unto me the second time. Saying, What seest thou? And I said, I see the shooting pot. Did you see the pot now? Yes, sir. What was Jeremiah seeing? He was seeing the totality of the heavenly act of covenant. Because at the time Jeremiah was talking, the act was no longer in force. Jeremiah was, as at the point that Jeremiah was prophesying, they were all in, in captivity. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. The temple has been vandalized by Nebuchadnezzar. But the temple was destroyed, but the Ark of Covenant was not touched. And God needed to make Jeremiah to actually understand because that is what will authenticate his prophetic office. Am I talking to you, Greg? Yes, sir. He said, I saw the Supreme Court. Mm. Praise God. Praise God. And the face thereof was towards the north. And then the Lord said unto him, Out of the north, an evil shall break forth upon all the inhabitants of the land. For lo, I will call all the family.
enemies of the kingdom of the north, saith the Lord, and they shall come, and they shall set everyone his throne at the entrance of the gate of Jerusalem, and against all the walls thereof, around about, and against all the cities of what? This is a comprehensive thing. Praise God. Hallelujah. Reverend, are you following me? Yes, sir. May you see comprehensively. Amen. You will not only see clearly, you will see comprehensively. Amen. You will not only see clearly, you will see deeply. Amen. Can you pray that final prayer? Amen. You will see deeply. Amen. You will see deeply Makarabashita. Makupa Harama Santarabashita. Raposo to I see deeply in the name of Jesus. The Bible said that deep call it unto deep. I see deeply. I see deeply. I see deeply in the name of Jesus. I see deeply in the name of Jesus. Can we begin to thank the Lord for what we have had tonight? In for the grace to see deeply. E When the Lord wants to help a man, He makes the man see deeply. Lord, we thank you tonight, O oh God, because just like Jeremiah saw deeply and comprehensively, tonight we'll begin to see deeply, we'll begin to see comprehensively in the name of Jesus. Tonight we go into the realm of deeper things in the name of Jesus, greater depths, greater heights with you. In our walk with you, we go into a deeper depth with you, O oh God. Greater heights in the heights of the spirit. Can we rise up tonight and begin to thank God for what we have, we have heard and what he has done? Can we just bless the name of God? Can we rise up? Oh, And just worship the Lord and just thank him for visiting us again with his word. The revelations from his word. Lord, we do not take for granted. Lord, we ask for God, for grace of God, not only to be hearers of your word, but doers. The grace to do, the grace to do that this word be bear fruit in its hundreds. Oh Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus. Grace tonight, can you begin to pray? Grace that this word that we heard, this prayers that we pray, that in the name of Jesus it will bear fruit in our lives. In the name of Jesus, let's pray for our pastor. Let's pray for him that in the name of Jesus, higher heights with the Lord, deeper depths in the things of the Spirit. Father, we bless your holy name. To see more clearly, love for. 
to love you more dearly and to follow you more dearly. We don't want to follow you from afar. We want to follow you more dearly. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for using your servant for us again tonight. Lord, we ask, oh God, for greater insights from heaven, from your throne of grace in the name of Jesus. We bless your name for every year because we will be a doer of this world. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Tonight, we want to give unto the Lord before we go. The ushers have given us the offering envelopes, but just in case you don't have the cash, you could just ask for the account number so that um, you can forward to the account number. In case you need the account number after the service, you can just walk up to me and I can give you the account number. Hallelujah. So let's give cheerfully to the Lord tonight. Hallelujah.
because we see we are blessed. We bless your holy name, we give you all the glory. As we go tonight, oh God, grace, oh God, to tarry more in the place of prayer for more of your word, we ask in the name of Jesus. And we say, surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. We are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Students, should please um, wait behind to see Sister Toy answer the message after the closing. Sorry. Hallelujah. Sorry, please. We have the problem of.